Hi, this is Sensei James Leonelli from Sensei's Weekly Mindset, and I'm here to talk to you about BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from football to basketball, soccer, and esports. Don't forget my personal favorite, MMA. We've got it all on BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, we can help you find those on BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. And don't forget Bet Online for NHL, boxing, golf, and like I said, my personal favorite, the sport of MMA. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet Online, where the game starts. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Life isn't always easy, and you don't have to face it alone. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service, and it's 100% online. With BetterHelp, you have access to a network of over 25,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of needs. To get started, you simply answer a few questions about your needs and preferences in therapy. That way, BetterHelp can match you with the right therapist from their network. Then you talk to your therapist however you feel comfortable, whether it's via text, chat, phone, or video call. You can message your therapist at any time and schedule live sessions when it's most convenient for you. The best part is, if your therapist isn't the right fit for any reason, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. With BetterHelp, you get the same professionalism and quality you expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you, more scheduling flexibility, and at a more affordable price, all from the comfort at home. To start your journey and to get 10% off of your first month, go to betterhelp.com slash sensei. That's better, H-E-L-P dot com slash sensei. BetterHelp, you deserve to be happy. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Sensei's Weekly Mindset. I'm Sensei James Leonelli, owner and head instructor of Tiger Shulman's here in Smithtown. Once again, I am back in my home recording space, ready to give you guys this week's food for thought, this week's mindset that we're going to discuss as uh, we delve deeper into today's episode. You see, again, I'm wearing a little more of the Everyday We Train line. Not sure if I wore this one yet or not, but I'll continue to wear this one, these uh, shirts and on the podcast for a while because I really like them. They fit well. I like the designs. They're all pretty cool. Again, you can find them on tiegear.com, T-I-G-E-A-R.com. Get you some of your uh, of your everyday we train line. So back in my home recording space, ready to give you guys this week's food for thought. Our mindset this week, a fairly simple idea, a common idea, but one that we sometimes lose sight of. And I feel like that's something I say quite frequently on the podcast, but so much of, of what we of what we take in on a daily basis. So much of the things that, that are input into our mind are not brand new ideas that we've never heard before. Right? It's not like every single day you're learning brand new things or you're, you know, hearing songs you I mean you're hearing songs you've never heard. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I know I for one have had it happen where somebody's playing music and all of a sudden a song comes on that I haven't heard in 10, 15, 20 years. And I'm like, oh my God, I forgot about this song, but I still love it, of course. So 
I want to kind of hold on to an old adage here and um, I really want to embrace this idea a little bit because it's one that I think is very powerful and very pertinent and sometimes in life we kind of lose sight of the thought just a little bit just a little bit we kind of let our mind get away from it or we hear it and we don't really like consider it right so the the colloquialism that we hear about this quote all the time is you know god only gives you what you can handle and certainly an expression i'm sure you've heard before but i did want to look up the exact quote because you know me that's <laughs> that's how i operate so uh i looked up the exact quote and the, the quote is god is faithful he will not allow you to be te tempted beyond that which you are able it's from corinthians 10 to 13. all right so with that in mind, um, I'm not here to start like a philosophical debate about religion or anything like that. Instead, it's more about the principle and the idea that life constantly throws stuff at us. And sometimes we get a little bit in the why me kind of, of, kind of mindset. And it's an easy mindset to get into. I, just like any other human being, have been guilty of it before, where I, I look around at my circumstances and the thing, the cards that are getting stacked in front of me, and I'm asking myself, what did I do to deserve this? Like, why, why am I getting all this? Why is nobody else seemingly getting all this? And, you know, this whole idea of the fact that you're, you're never given more than you can handle is such an important idea and it's something that we like i said we kind of lose sight of right because especially in that moment in that moment it is tough it is rough for us to think about that, that very idea that man all these things that are happening to me they're happening to me for a reason they're happening to me because i can handle it right so take a step back to take a step forward here right like there's an old adage funny uh, if you guys are a fan of stand-up comedy as I am I'm sure you've uh, taken in many a many a many specials throughout the years of different comedians and one such comedian who is special I got introduced to by another sensei actually who was a prior guest to this podcast Sensei Wade Stout introduced me to some of the Chris Rock stand-up specials and he talked about the importance of daddy and all the things daddy's got to do and daddy's got to do this and daddy's got to do this and daddy's got to do this. Uh, and he listed out all the responsibilities that daddy has in the family. And he goes, and for all of this, what does daddy get? The big piece of chicken, right? Which, of course, a silly concept, but nonetheless, illustrates the, the mindset a little bit that why does dad take on, in, in his example, why does dad take on all these examples? Because he can. Because he has the strength to. Because he's the one who can handle it. Because he is the one who can face these difficulties, these hardships, or whatever that life is throwing his way. And that's the thing. right? What we forget a little bit is that sometimes, whether we realize it or not, we're taking on these challenges, these obstacles, these difficulties voluntarily. Now, don't get me wrong. There's some that, that we don't take on voluntarily. I'll get to those. Don't worry. But there's, there's times, and I mean, I know 
that I'm not the only person who's like this, but I'll, I'll give you guys an example from my own life. There are times when I'll look at things that have to get done. They have to get done around the house. They have to get done in my school. They have to get done wherever. And as I'm looking at these things that have to get done, I forget sometimes that I'm not the only one that is capable of doing these things, that is expected to do these things. That instead, there are, like at my home, I've got my wife, these days i got my niece and nephew, i got other people who can take care of these things. I have friends I can call upon if it's a big enough task. But sometimes I lose sight of that, and I put my head down and I just kind of work. And of course, while you're working and you're feeling stressed and you're stacking more things on top of yourself, and you're putting more weight on your own shoulders, you find yourself thinking resentful thoughts. I know I'm guilty of it. Or I'll be like, of course I got to do this. Not like I got 8 million other things to do today. I got to do this and this and this. But of course I got to do this too. Not realize, not like stepping back and thinking in the moment like, yeah, you, you, this thing you're doing, you're doing this because you chose to do it because you didn't want to wait for Mrs. Sensei to do it. Or you said, you know what, I'm going to do it anyway because I know it's got to get done first and I know she's doing other things. But in the moment, because you're stressed and thinking about everything else, that thought, the fact that you chose this, it's pushed to the back burner. And that's the thing. Like, we, we are, as human beings, very much like that sometimes. Like, we take on the big project. We take on the, the other responsibility. We take on the, the other things that we're thinking. Of. And then, because we chose to take on those things, there's, of course, stress when you take on more stuff. But the stress blinds us to the fact that we were the one who made the choice in the first place. Now, again, why do you take on the extra burdens? Why do you decide that this is this extra project is for you? This thing you've got to crunch to do is for you. Simple. Because you're making a choice. You're saying, in this moment, I think I'm the best one to handle this. Maybe not the best one to handle it all the time, but in this moment, I'm the best one to handle this. And again, like I'm guilty of the same thing at my school as well. Though I have a great team at my school, and though I do lean on them quite a lot, there are times where like I'm thinking about stuff so much and what's got to get done, and I'm looking at the list of what has to get done, that I forget that I can defer some of these responsibilities to this member of my team or that member of my team or multiple members of my team at the same time. I forget that I can do that. But, and again, in the moment, I, you know, how do you feel in that moment? Oh, Santa's got to do everything. Of course. And I feel that way for a second, but I'm, you know, I try to be, I try to be enough of a person, of a sane person where I say to myself, I'm doing that. I got 15 things to do. Well, this member of my team, he can handle those five. This member of my team, he can handle those five, and I can handle the last five. Oh, I try to be that level-headed, but like anybody else, I'm not always the you know I'm not always the most level-headed. Sometimes I get lost in the sauce, right? But th those are the things that we choose to take on voluntarily, right? And again, that's just part of life, right? That we sometimes make the choice, right? You know. Uh, you look at it and you're like, like, even the other day, give you a silly example, right? 
get into my school. My niece is falling asleep in the car. And of course, with her, I have my niece was five, me and my 10 year old nephew. I got to bring in some packages to the school. I got my bag, which has my clean uniforms in it. I got her bag. I got their food. I got my water bottle. I got all this stuff. And I got to carry in the sleeping kit. So again, my first thought as I'm doing it is, man, can my nephew take anything? Like the 10 year old is going to, of his own accord, think back to himself, you know, I see Uncle James has a lot. Let me take something else. And again, it's just me being a human being stressed out in that moment as I'm trying to navigate two bags and packages and water bottles I'm spilling on my feet while I'm carrying a sleeping child and getting my keys off my hip to open the door. Now, in the same moment, I could take a pause, and I did at that point, and said to myself, hey, Kai, could you grab that for me? And you already said, sure. I just grabbed it. Right? Didn't, even, didn't give it a second thought. Because that's how most of these things work. If we communicate that way, most of the time, the person that we think about, that we care about, those are going to be the people that are going to step up the easiest. If I asked my wife for help in something, she'd be the first one to drop whatever she was doing and help me. If I asked my staff to help me, they'd be like the first people to drop and do whatever. Same thing with, any, with just about any member of my family. It's just the way that it is. See, and th that's all the stuff that we're choosing to take on. But as promised, I did want to discuss the things that we didn't choose to take on. And these are a little harder to wrap our head around philosophically, in my opinion. Because like, I remember when I was a kid, and I remember like the first loss in my life was my golden retriever Fitz. And I loved Fitz, like Fitz was my, my dude. From the time we, I'm born in November, we got Fitz the, that Christmas. And like Fitz and I grew up together. Like straight up, every moment of our childhood was together. That was that was my dude. That was my partner in crime. And I remember when he passed away. And I remember shortly after. Um, and I, I was listening to something. I forget what it was, to be honest. And I wasn't paying much attention because I was a 10-year-old kid. And my mom kind of nudged me. She's like, what? She's like, aren't you listening? He's talking about why bad things happen to good people. And it was like exactly what I needed to hear at that moment, but I just wasn't ready to really, really take it in because, you know, I thought about my poor boy who was such a good boy who, you know, had never, who was never anything but kind to anybody ever. And thinking about him, you know, falling ill and, and passing away, like it really, it aided me. It's like, it's not fair. You know, unfortunately in life, sometimes we find ourselves in circumstances like that. And how could it's not fair not be our first thought, right? When, when you see people who are not good people, who have positive outcomes, it's hard to separate from yourself the fact that it's not like they're doing it to you. You know what I mean? Like give you a, give you a business example you might run a business and you might know somebody else in the same field and you might look at that person and see how successful their business is and maybe it's more successful than yours 
but you know you're not a person who lies, cheats, steals, takes shortcuts, does anything that you're not proud of. And yet you look at that person, and they're not a good person. They're that person who lies, cheats, steals. And you're like, that's not, it's not fair. It's not karmically right. Like, how does God allow this? Again, not getting the philosophical, but just getting the, the way the mind work, my work here. How is the universe allowing that person who's a crummy, per, a crummy human being, how is it allowing them to reach this level? But me, I do my best to be such a good person, and I'm only reaching this level. Like, how does this, how is this fair in the universe? How is this fair interpersonally? Like, if there is, you know, like, if there is a master plan here, what in the world is it? And I read a quote about this not long ago, and I feel like it's very related to this idea. And it spoke to me because, like any other person, I've been in that place where I saw someone getting the things that I wanted, that I desired, that I was working towards. And depending on which circumstance I'm talking about, you know, sometimes I felt like maybe that person didn't deserve it or like they, 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 fell, they fell their way into it rather than worked for it or any number of other things. And I had to ask myself, you know, like any other human being, how is this fair? How does the universe allow this? When that person gets that, but I don't get that. And it's, those moments are tough. I'm not going to pretend that I'm some kind of superhuman who is immune to those thoughts because I'm not. Um, but the one thing I've learned, and because I, I, I had, you know, enough of those in my life where I had to look at, at these things on a little bit bigger of a picture. And the quote that I read that I want to reference again, it referenced this idea. And it talked about the fact that, again, not all things that we take on um, that, that are thrown our way by life are, are done so voluntarily. And a lot of them don't see, seem fair. And when those things that are bad circumstances, that don't seem fair, that don't seem right, when they happen to us, it's so easy to fall into woe is me. To, it's not fair to get locked in there. It's so easy to become that resentful person, mad at someone or something, right? I mean, the, I've known plenty of people who were mad at somebody that literally did nothing to them because that person had something they desired. And in those moments, it's so easy to fall there. But what's hard is to think about this fact that, say it a little different this time, life doesn't give you more than you can handle. And the reason that I found that life doesn't give you more than you can handle is sometimes life gives you things not because you can handle it at that moment, but instead, because of who you're supposed to become. And the person, the version of you that you are supposed to become will only come to being on the other side of this hardship, on the other side of this difficulty, 
on this other side of seemingly disparity, of seemingly unfairness. And I can't help but think about someone like my friend Sensei Joe Curran, who did not ask to be born with a congenital heart defect, who did not ask for all the symptoms that he had. He didn't put it on himself by any stretch of the imagination. Right? Nothing he chose brought that situation on him. Instead, the situation was dropped in his lap. And like any other human being, he'll be the first one to tell you that there were times that he was like, what was me? That he would think to himself, like, how is this fair? When I see people who do nothing to take care of their body and they don't have stuff like this. And all I do every day is care for my body. I eat properly, I exercise, I, I hydrate well, I do everything I'm supposed to. And yet, I'm gonna need a heart transplant by the time I'm in my early 40s. And those other people aren't. It's not fair. It's not right. How? And if I had to make any kind of, you know, bigger picture kind of thing here, I, I've known this gentleman for a long, long time. And he was always a very good person. But I feel like he's found a new level on the other side of what he's been through. And sometimes we have to be put through those crucibles in order to become the person that we were meant to be. And that's a hard thing to appreciate in that moment. It really, really is. It's really, it's so much easier to just blame the universe and get mad at some nameless, faceless being, some nameless, faceless force in the universe that's deciding these things for you. It's so much easier to do that. And to realize that, like, sometimes you got to go through the fire, you got to go through the forge in order to be forged into something stronger, in order to be forged into a different, better version of yourself. And that's a hard pill to swallow. That's a bitter one to swallow. But in hindsight, when you're looking back on things, it can be a little easier to see. You know, we've talked before on the show about regrets and that I do believe they are a thing, even though certain people disagree with me. I think those regrets come from moments that maybe you needed, maybe you made choices while you were going through those moments that in hindsight you don't feel good about. And they can be positive or negative. It could be something you did, and it could be something you didn't do. It could have been that opportunity that you had to go with your friends on this amazing trip, but you opted not to go. And, you know, oh, I was too busy. I'm too busy at work. I'm way too busy at work. I'm way too busy at work. Would work have survived without you for that couple of days? Probably would have. Probably would have. But again, you're looking at how busy you are. You're looking at all this. And like, how is it fair that those guys get to just go frivolously and do this? And I got to be stuck here at work. find a way through you find a way through all right you find yourself like sensei joe curran for lack of a better word cursed with it with a medical condition you could have never predicted how do i get this and the person doesn't care for themselves at all how come they don't get it because you needed to go through it because you needed to sometimes you choose the weight sometimes the weight chooses you but either way just from carrying the weight 
you wind up as a stronger person. And that, my friends, that is the importance of going through those things. That's why it's important to not lose sight of the fact that life never gives us more than we can handle. Maybe, we can, maybe we're choosing to handle more. Maybe we're taking on the challenge where we are you know, holding the, the proverbial umbrella over our loved ones so that way we can take that burden because we know we can handle it. Or maybe life's putting us through, us, us through it. Life's tempting us in some way. But why? In order to make us the better, stronger version of ourselves. Sure, maybe life is too crazy right now for you to go on that cold trip with your friends. But maybe that motivates you to change the way your life is set up, to work on how you work, to work on your work-life balance. So that way when the next opportunity comes for something cool like that, you're set up to be able to take that walk away for a little while without having to worry. So you needed to go through that first crucible to be able to have the solution for the second. Again, in the moment, it's hard to see it. But sometimes you step back at 10,000 feet, you look back with your 2020 vision, you say to yourself, I had to go through that to become who I am. And like I said, maybe in those moments you did some things that looking back on, you wish you had, or you're not so proud of. And I think every human being's got things like that. And I doesn't I don't I don't think it makes you a bad person to admit that you have regrets or things that you look back on and you're not proud of or that you wish you hadn't have done. That's okay. Right? When we're going when we're going through those crucibles, it's trying. It's difficult. That's where people mess up. Right? They don't mess up in the easy times. They mess up when things are difficult. But no matter what. The version of you that comes out at the end, hopefully, is stronger. And hopefully, those regrets that you have are not life-changing. You can still regret them. You can still look back and be like, ah, oh, I wish I had or I had not done that thing. It doesn't make you a bad person. It doesn't. But it doesn't make you a weak person either, which is the debate that I've had with people in the past. It just makes you human. But the key thing is, Ride your way through that crucible. Know that you're only being given what you can handle. Because no matter what, the version of you that comes out, they're going to find a way to be a little better for this. So that's all I have for you guys this week. As always, you guys can reach me via email, senseileonelli at gmail.com. I got a little bit of fan mail this week. Lizzie, I appreciate you reaching out. I hope that you're uh, still listening. Uh, nonetheless, um, you can find me on Facebook. I'm Sensei James Leonelli. On Twitter and Instagram, I'm at Sensei underscore Leonelli. I've been trying to step up my Twitter game a little bit recently as uh, my friend Ben DeBain Davis has been uh, very active on there. He's kind of inspired me a little bit. Nonetheless, uh, talking about my school, we can find us online at tskSmithtown.com. Facebook, we're at facebook.com slash Tiger Shulman Smithtown. Twitter and Instagram is at tsmma underscore Smithtown. You can find the T the Tiger Shulman's organization as a whole at tsk.com. Find the podcast on Instagram at Sensei's Weekly Mindset. 
You can find everywhere I am on the internet at my link tree, linktr.ee slash Sensei Leonelli. In there, you're going to find sponsor links and promo codes and all that stuff. You're going to find flex fights. You're going to find Tiger Shelton. You're going to find everything you need to find there. Other than that, my friends, make sure that you guys subscribe, get your new episodes every Wednesday, leave a rate and a review. It just helps. But the single most important thing you can do for me, folks, is share the podcast. I love seeing the downloaded view numbers go up. So please share the podcast. It's the only form of advertising I have. So I very much appreciate it if you do. With that in mind, my friends, until next time, invest in yourselves. I'll see you guys on the mat.